Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Single Chronicles. I am your girl, Insomniac Writer, aka R.S. Lewis, and today we're talking about the fear of being in a relationship, the fear of dating, and it pertains to me. So this is a confession, almost a dating horror story, and a movie review. So if you're new here, make sure you favorite, uh, bookmark, save this podcast on wherever you're streaming it at so you can be notified of new episodes. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell to be notified. So of course you'll be notified. For everyone else, welcome to the Single Chronicles. Hey, hey. <laughs> all right guys hey 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 welcome back welcome back to the single chronicles new week new do new attitude now if you're um listening on spotify and not watching on youtube uh i changed my hair color monthly well it's been two months so i went from a very dark color to a very light color from like this burgundy reddish color to a lavender with some blondish grayish silverish highlights it doesn't look it sounds crazy but i'm looking at it on the camera right now on the screen and i'm like oh wow it does look bright but then in certain lightings it looks different but i've gotten a lot of compliments on it and to those that complimented me thank you thank you thank you i appreciate you let's get right down to the nitty-gritty um i'm not sure if you guys follow me on social media but if you follow me on my instagram page at insomniac underscore writer uh april fools has just passed (laughs) and it was friday so friday i want to say afternoon ish um sometime friday evening i had posted a video saying i needed uh some ideas for the single chronicles because i'm in the dating pool and someone hooked and reeled me so Yes, I needed to change the name of the single chronicles to possibly the couples chronicles. I needed some name ideas. But I posted this video on Snapchat and on Instagram. I was going to post it on TikTok, but I didn't. Anyway, um, if you follow me, (laughs) you'll probably see the comments. And they range from congratulations to, oh, damn, I missed my chance to yada, yada, yada. Then there were some that were very smart that know me well. It was like, I trust nothing you say for today. I trust nothing. I feel like this is a joke. (laughs) Those that said that, my cousin was literally, my cousin Danny, she was the first one to say, I don't know. She was very, very skeptical because she knows me. I'm a goofball, first and foremost. Secondly, it was April Fool's, so I can't let her April Fool's Day go by without me playing a joke. But April Fool's, guess what? As the shirt says, I'm still single. So, and by the way, you can purchase this on my merch store. Um... But yes, I am still very much single. Yes, I've contemplated the idea of dating and it hasn't, the whole single thing hasn't stopped me from going out and having some bit of a social life or going out and trying to have a good time. However, it's just not my primary focus. How, but (laughs) there've been people that have tried and so I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'm thinking, but that, that leads me to today's episode because today's episode is just crazy and I'm trying to keep this kind of brief, but anyway, um, couple, I want to say like a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, um, 
I was watching this movie called Fresh. It's on Hulu. If you haven't seen it, it has the guy that played uh, the Winter Soldier, Stan, Sebastian Stan, Stan. Yeah, him. He's in it and some other people in it. And the movie is really good. It's, it's, it's an indie film, but it's really, really good. And it's a horror movie, but it's a rom-com. It's, just, it's a little bit of everything. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I mean, it has its quips and its whatever, but for the better for the for the most part it's a really well-written film it's has its um because and i love horror movies i love sebastian stan i want to commend him um and the changes he did and how he committed to this role because recently he did the pam and tommy um he played tommy lee who is very if you look at what tommy lee looks like versus what the winter soldier looked like yeah he did a very drastic body change and i'm not sure what film he um he filmed first what movie he did first but regardless of such you can see the changes in what he looks like in this movie versus what he looks like in captain and the winter soldier or any of the mcu films that he's in so big kudos to him i don't know how y'all actors do it you shoot your weight up down whatever but <sighs> kudos to you the other guy that plays uh venom um i forget his name the british guy he's another one so many actors that just change but i'm not going to dwell on it but the point is is that i watched that movie me and my kid watched it she suggested it she said you do a review you could do a review and i was going to write an article review on that for the drunken insomniac writer i just did not commit to the time to sit down in front of my computer and type or even on my phone so what i did um was i was like you know what I'll, I'll get to it. Maybe I'll do a review on YouTube. Maybe I'll do something. And I just never got around to doing it. The movie isn't fairly new, so I could possibly do it, but I just didn't. So the reason why I'm talking about it today was that a couple over the last, I would say a couple of weeks or so, um, me and someone have been texting, talking about going on dates, and yada, yada, yada. A part of me really wasn't interested from the giddy up. I wasn't because he messed it up by sending me a dick pic. And I was like, yeah, buddy, whatever chance you had, you blew it. Because <laughs> it was like, damn, can we talk about something? And it's a lot to talk about in the last several weeks. And that's the only thing you just navigated towards. I was like, that was it. So, like, I was already apprehensive to begin with. And it was just like, that's what you led with. That's what you wanted to do. That's that's just, obviously, I know where your brain is going. Uh, and I called him on it. I'm like, dude, like, yo, I don't think I'm what you're looking for. Like, you led with that. You led with the fact that it's like, all right, I'm trying to, I don't think you can handle it. And this, this, that, and the third, and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, whatever. And I get a lot of that. It's like, dudes, and I've posted a dick pic episode. Episode just, just for you guys that think it's okay. Now, if you're talking to someone and y'all are already on that type of time, and it seems like it's okay, it probably still isn't okay. But unless she asks you for it, don't be so ready to send you a picture of your dick. Like, first of all, there's probably 20 other dudes. I'm going I'm to be gen- I'm going to be 10. Let's just say it's 10 other guys that are ready, willing, and waiting to send a picture of their dick. Or at least just get the, 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 the flow of the conversation to go towards sex. It's like, damn. So many facets of me and all of a bunch of other people. And that's the first thing you lead with. Like, I'm glad that you are proud of the size of your penis. But as a female that's also attracted to females, um, yeah, that's that that that's not, that doesn't 
woe me. It doesn't woo me. It doesn't move. It's, it's like one of those things that's like, yo, <laughs> you could have done with anything else, but that's what you started this conversation with. So I was already turned off to the fact that yeah, you you seem like a nice guy. You good looking. Um, you look like you, you you said you got a good job and all this other stuff. Everything was cool, you know. Oh, yeah, I make money. Like you, you led with the things that were very tangible. You led with money. You led with like the first thing, you know. His it was the money conversation. Oh, I make good money. Yada yada yada. Then it was like, oh well, it's sex and you can't handle it. And I can make your toes curl and all this other stuff. And I'm like, <sighs> so how do you feel about the gas shortage? Like like can we talk about anything else? Like do. You, like it already, already in the back of my mind, I already knew you wasn't interested in anything else but that because you didn't ask me what type of stuff I was into. You didn't ask me what type of stuff I like. You know, it was, and I gave plenty of ample opportunities to talk about other stuff. Like I'm talking about fitness. We're talking about working out. He talked about working out. So it was like, okay, you're good into fitness. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get in. Like I'm trying to get fit. I hate to say the term in shape, but I was, I said that for lack of a better word, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get in shape. You know, I gained a lot of weight over the years since, you know, my weight has been relatively up and down closer to the up since I had my daughter. She's 20 years old. I can't say, oh, it's just to be fit. But you know, as I got older, like I'm in my forties. So my metabolism is like mm, mm, kind of going down. So it's like, yeah, the weight is just like there. Anyway, that's where it went. So eventually he was talking, let's go on a date. He was like, how would you like, can I take you out this week? And I'm like, thinking about my schedule, I'm like, this week is not going to happen. Like this week that just went by. And I was like, well, he was like, I was like, well, maybe next week. I think next week I have some opening. I don't have any events. I just have my classes. Nothing special is coming up. It's right before Passover. So I'm still allowed to eat a lot of different things and being plant-based and trying to do Passover is not an easy task and I have my work cut out for me in the coming weeks but anyway that being said I was like oh you know what I've been on a, I've been on a date or two over the last few months like I've been trying like I ain't trying but I was just like All right, you know what the hell what what am I what else am I doing that I can't do this date and um I got paranoid like I don't know out of nowhere I just thought about this fresh movie and me waking up tied to a bed and then trying to get away and in the dream I'm like in this trunk like I couldn't go to sleep like I was like this dream had a hold of me for like hours and I woke up at like I want to say I went to bed like one in the morning first and foremost and then I woke up around two thirty, three o'clock and I could not go to sleep it was damn near four in the morning and I was up and it was like this paralyzing fear or or paranoia that I had about going on a date with this guy and I'm quite sure I don't, then again, I don't know, but regardless, I don't know if he's any of those things. I don't know if he's that type of guy or not. I don't know what anything, I didn't really know anything about him aside from, you know, what he had told me, but I allowed my, my horror induced crazy brain to get paranoid and get the best of me. Now I've watched hundreds, if not thousands of horror movies in the course of my entire life. None of them have really frightened me. Like, yeah, I might have got a jump scare here and there once or twice or whatever. I might have had movies that I thought about later or that inspired a, a scary story of my own. But I've never been afraid or frightened or paranoid to the point I was just like, oh, my God. And I think it had less to do with the movie. And, yes, the guy, Sebastian Stan's character in this film. Um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen I'm going to try to avoid spoilers with the my mini review of this film. 
Um, it follows a young single woman, much like myself. You know, yes, she wants to date. She's going on dates. The first date, it, the movie opens with her being on a date with this total asshole douchebag type guy, Chad type. I think that was his name. And she has her bestie, her, you know, who's a, a lesbian friend, but she's real dope. This black chick's like, yeah, she's one of those. She's like the homeboy was in, uh, what's that movie? Get Out. Like, she's one of them type of friends you want to have in the corner. So anyway, long story short, she happens to bump into Sebastian Stan in the supermarket and talking, yada, yada, yada. And then eventually he asks her out. They go for drinks. They have a have a romp, a one-night stand. They get the hippity-dippity. It turns into a recurring thing over the course. And then the film kind of just kind of rushes through them and their connection. But the connection seems valid because it's like, wow, this is all right. Because, you know, it happens. Like, people have this thing in their mind, like, you rush in and it's dangerous. And sometimes it's not. So I don't want people to see this movie and be paranoid because you can find someone like my grandma courted my grandpa for 30 days and bam. And I always go back to them, but it can happen. It's happened even in this day and age. People ask those right questions. They get to know someone and they just click and that's fine. And that's what was happening in this film with the two of them. So he's like, Hey, let's go to my cabin and wherever the hell they going. And she's like, apprehensive about it so she tells her friend she even took a little picture of him sleep she was like yeah this is the one i've been spending all my time with and yada 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 and her friend's like okay so he's like yeah we're not gonna have good cell phone service and blah 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 and this that was my riff i'm like uh i don't know how i feel about going somewhere but i need to i need information as to the address, the coordinates, I need to know, turn on my phone, all the stuff that, you know, because you got to be careful these days. You got to be careful anyway. You've always had to be careful. So they go and come to find out he drugs her. (laughs) She wakes up chained to a bed in a basement. And he tells her, you know, I I like you. I don't really want to hurt you. And I'm going to try to keep you alive for as long as I can. And I'm like, well, what the hell is he about to do to her? Come to find out, this man is, he says he's a surgeon, which I guess technically he is. And he takes women, women that aren't going to be missed very much, and he hacks them up and sells their body parts on the black market to very rich, rich people, more than likely, that are cannibals. (sighs) So, yeah, that's basically what happens in this film. And we find the tension of, her friend getting worried and not hearing from her. Of course, dude has her phone, so he's sending these very vague text messages. And her and her friend have this, I love you, I love you more, some type of, greet, you know, uh, salutation that they give each other when they're texting and talking or whatever. And she says this to her, and then she knows, the friend knows all of a sudden, wait a minute, she just sent me emoji or some shit like that. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know something ain't right. So she starts doing her little inspector detective type thing to find her friends she figures it out like yo oh my god he married with kids oh now a normal person a normal friend in this situation probably thinking oh yeah he's a he oh he ain't shit you you got my homegirl wherever whatever and you got a whole wife and kid kid got kid kids so she goes and does her digging yada yada to go find her it does not end well for the friend but not as bad as you think so, you know, come to find out he's been taking girls for a very long time. So, and like, even my daughter said it, it, it bothered her later on. It bothered her that night, but it bothered 
me later on because it it took my brain to another place in terms of dating. Like I said, this guy, I'm sure he's not this guy, but I don't know. And I just, like I said, it just played into my paranoia because up until now, and even to some extent, I've always had a reason not to connect to other people on that level. And I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about genuinely connecting and opening up and giving myself to someone I haven't had a reason to do that. I have other single friends that I can go out with when I want to go out. I have these parties and events that I do for my business. Um, I have my Zumba classes. I have a lot of different things that consume my time that I can always say, oh, well, this is the reason why I'm not going out on this date and I can't connect or I can't do this and I can't that because it's always my time. And I know I've talked about my overactivity, hyperactivity, and my hyper busy schedule as a means to not connect with other people, but it's also a trauma response for the emotional unavailability that I've I've sought out because that's what I was always used to as a child. So with that being said, I already come to that conclusion. I've already dealt with that in therapy, but this is where the hammer hit the nail on the head because now it manifested itself in an actual fear and a paranoia. Now, do I get like this on the other days? No. This kind of played in a part that the fact that I really didn't really know this guy. So it was like, all right, whatever. And I'm not really looking for someone, but it just seemed like, and the way that I kind of met him was kind of like happenstance. He was trying to text somebody and accidentally texted me. And it wasn't even me that he texted. He texted my business number, which is out there. So that number, which is like like a Google type of number, so it can receive calls and it can receive texts. So for him to send that message to me, it just was like, wow. And it felt weird because I, I get messages like this on social media, you know, people that make up these pages and they're catfishing and like the catfishing thing is like a thing, y'all. So it just felt like all these, all my spidey senses and red flags started going off in my head. And I was just like, all right. So even if you take away the fear, the paranoia, and even the thoughts of this movie, I already had red flags in my head because it was like, dude, where the hell did you even come from? And I've had this number established for a long time for you to just randomly think you texted the wrong person, but whatever. And then his number was just like, you know, I did my reconnaissance. It did not um, yield the results. I thought it didn't match with who he said he was supposed to be. So I was just like, you know what? And like I said, I could be wrong. And buddy, if you listen or watch my... um watch this podcast or your subscribe what i'm sorry if my fear or whatever got the best of me and you are i want to hope that you are a good guy and i want to hope that you find what you're looking for and that i get over my shit but the point is is that it just felt some things felt too good to be true and other things felt kind of very very red flaggish and i just was like no nope so anyway the movie goes it just kind of felt like that just randomly just bump into this person like really like really like and it's one of those situations that if it was a fairy tale and if this was a normal human a plant a normal planet with normal human beings this would have made for a very good how i met your mother how i met your father type of story and it could have been like really really great i just didn't feel right and i couldn't even find this guy on social media that was another thing like yo if you don't have a digital footprint um i'm not saying there are people that ain't out there that ain't on social media but even if you have some type of, like my father, for example, and he's an old guy, he doesn't have a social media, but he has relatives that do. So, you know, from 
like every now and again, I might post him, but he has a sister, he has brothers, you know, his sister, his baby brother, my uncle and his, his sister have a social media presence and they are always posting something with him. Even if it's a happy birthday every year, whatever, he has a digital footprint, even if it's not his. So I say that to say this, if you're not out there in some shape, way or form, yeah, like nobody's just off the grid like that. In my opinion, there might be somebody, I don't know. But if there are, hey, kudos to you for not being a part of the matrix. Anyway, the young lady in this film, um, she tries to escape, doesn't fare well for her. She gets her ass cut off. She ain't much ass to begin with. And he cut off the butt cheeks. <laughs> and so eventually she tries, she does outsmart him in a way to keep herself alive. She plays to she plays to his emotions, and you almost um, kind of think it's a Stockholm syndrome going on where she's falling in love with this guy because on the surface he seems like such a dope ass guy. He's really really nice. Like the fact that he's doing these horrific things, you really can't hate him. And the fact that Sebastian Stan seems like such a fucking awesome guy makes it believable that this guy is nice. But he's literally. He's a cannibal who sells body parts to other cannibals. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. He is also a cannibal. So anyway, regardless of that, that played into my paranoia. And I was like, yeah, this dude feels real predatory. And the guy just kept trying and just kept going back to sex and kept trying to get physical. And it just sometimes when it, it seems like someone is just so hell-bent on the physical, that means that there's something that's not right. They're not trying to connect to you on a mental and emotional level for some reason and then it's like all right i'm trying to get you i'm trying to get you just felt predatory and it just felt wrong and i felt that regardless of all of my shit my spidey sense doesn't lie to me and i just i said when i turned when i got in my 40s i said rose stop not listening to your spidey sense your intuition whatever you want to call it and you may say oh rose you just don't want to be with nobody no, like there have been some potential suitors that I I've called, I text, I keep in contact with, and you know we taking we are taking it slow. That's one thing, but this just and it ain't even about rushing because we still have those ones that you just want to hit up, like hey WID, <laughs> y'all get it in, and da, 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 da. and that's what that's for, and that's what it's established. But it just didn't feel right in my spirits, so I said fuck that shit, and I kept it pushing. I'm out. Now, again, I suggest you watch this movie fresh. I'm not going to give away the ending. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, you do find out that the young lady has found out that, that he's been, like I said, he's been doing this for a very long time. And even when the black chick goes to the to the to to his house to see his wife, even the wife is like, "Oh no, I don't know. That's that she playing real stupid." Then homie he walks in at the same time. And this is where she did something smart, but stupid. She calls her homegirl's phone and it rings. And I was like, you knew, you already knew. And she had a backup plan, but the, no, it's one of those edge of your seat type of, type of films. But again, like I said, it really, really worked out. Um, it really, really panned out and the movie was filmed very well. Kudos to the director. Um, again, this movie, if you do have Hulu, um, I highly suggest you stream it. It is, like I said, it's a very good movie. I give it, you know, it's awesome. Thumbs up. Um, and yeah, like 
it actually shines the light of on the horrors of dating. Now, I would have preferred that it explored all the other modern dating faux pas, not just online datings and dating apps and shit like that. Just all the shit that singles kind of go through. And when you realize that, it's just like, yo, I think I'd rather be home with my cat and my dog where I'm safe. So kudos to Mimi Cave. Um, I think this is her directorial debut, um, but it's a very good movie. Uh, I... I recommend it. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Um, and I think we're really, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up as far as, because <laughs> I want to get to the sponsor and I want to get to um, the writer's reflections. I know a lot of other people out there with singles. You either have people that are just comfortable with being single and there are people that are uncomfortable, so uncomfortable that they're ready to just date anything. And they're going, going through the masses, swiping left, swiping right, whatever, whatever. I'm somewhere in between where if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's okay too. Right now, I'm still at that construction period. I'm working on me and I'm happy with that. Like it's, there's things that I'm doing, not with just this podcast, not with just my wellness shop and my Zumba classes. Just those things are to some may feel like distractions or excuses, but to me, those are genuine, hob not just hobbies, those are passions of mine, passions that actually pay my bills. So at the end of the day, these are the things that I want to like do as a, as a career. I don't want to work for anybody else. This is me saying like, I love my job. I love being where I work at, but eventually this is, this is something that I could say, you know what? Like I'm, I'm getting, I'm in my forties. I'm not going to be able to get up every day and go to work for somebody else for the rest of my life. I want to have something that I can leave my kids, some kind of legacy. And I enjoy these things. No, is she going to be a Zumba instructor or a blogger or a podcaster? No, but that love yourself wellness shop, that's something she could do something with later on. And if she does it, okay too. But yeah, so <laughs> that's my take on this. And now we, so again, like I said, go check out the fresh movie. If you are dating folks, fuck that if people are rushed. Don't don't let nobody rush you into dating. Not the person that's being your suitor. Because um, I know a lot of people, when they saw my video this past weekend, I had people texting me saying, hey, why you ain't telling me you was dating? I, had, I, I woke up, actually, that Friday night. Because um, I posted the video. I want to say I posted the video at work. But... Um, yeah, cause it was in the evening before I left work and I had an event that day. So when I got done, I went home, changed my clothes, went to the event. Um, it was somebody went to have a little twerk party, whatever. By the time I got there, <laughs> by the time I got back home from everything, I looked, I had like 28 different DMs and it wasn't like the random whatever's. These were pertaining to just that post, the ones that didn't want to comment what they wanted to comment. And I told them, you know, and then other people were like, yeah, I knew it, yada, yada, yada. You know, there were people that were really cool about it, but there were some genuine, like people, that, some people that were genuinely not crazy about the fact that I'm was possibly hitched already and i'm like well you know if that was the case you didn't shoot your shot and if you did hey well i mean just because i'm not interested don't mean the next person is or don't take it personal period so again everyone april fool's day like the shirt says i'm still single and um I don't intend on being single forever. I do to intend on being with someone, but it's just, like I said, it's not my primary focus. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get on to our sponsor. Ba, 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 da. 
I'm loving it. So today's sponsor is a from a lovely lady I know, Samira. She actually is one of my students. And I was like, yo, she has a party planning um, business that she operates. They do the decorating. They do all of it. And it's dope. So I want to introduce you guys to Diva Planning. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Diva Planning S. D-I-V-A-P-L-A-N-N-I-N-G, all one word, um, very creative creative and everything. They do like those balloon arches, decorations, very, very talented because I've, been, I've tried to do balloon decorations before. I'm all right, but she got some major skills. I looked at her portfolio on her page. Like they do like little table centerpieces and all that. Very, very amazing. Check her out. She's Philly based here in the city. Um, but call her, you work out some, you know, get her rates. She has different tiers of different types of packages that you can get. I'm actually um, going to be hiring her for some future events um, of mine because I always try to do everything and it's very stressful. Let her take the stress off your hands because, you know, you got to plan and you got to do catering, you got to do DJ, you got to do entertainment. Last thing you want to worry about is decorations, which can literally be the most tedious, time consuming thing because you're trying to put your vision and bring it to life. So let diva plan and do that for you she can be reached her number is 267-481-1418 again that's 267-481-1418 you can find her on instagram at diva planning d-i-v-a-p-l-a-n-n-i-g tell her rules from the single chronicle sent you yeah diva planning uh, i can't wait to, to to get the balloons i can't wait to the event like yo yeah this is my girl right here and um yeah i can't wait i'm so hyped anyway on to the writer's reflections Thank you so much for tuning in to the single chronicles today we talked about the paranoia behind dating as well as um you know not rushing in and being afraid to take that leap take that step towards companionship even if you do take the first steps and you get to the edge you kind of run back and you get scared and I noticed that for the bulk of my life, I've played things safe. I've never taken any major risks. And I told myself that I owed it to the next part of my life to stop doing that in other facets. It could have been business endeavors, jobs, you know, trips, whatever, anything that was like, I remember I was supposed to take this trip um, to um, Florida for a convention. I was like, no, didn't happen. And the one time I actually did, when I went up to Maine, I said, F it, I'm going to book this trip by myself. I don't need anybody to go with me. And that was the first time that I not only have a great time, even the weather was kind of, because it's October, but I had a ball. I took that chance and just said, F it, I'm doing this for me. I've always allowed things to get in my way, be it, it could be something that comes up. I can always say no and just say, no, I have this plan. I can't do it. But I've always, you know, gotten in my own way and I've always played it safe because 
the fear of failure was just too great. And it's the same that I have to deal with in dating now. Now that I know why I've made the poor dating choices that I've made in the past, that still looms over me because I'm afraid to do that. Everyone, of course, it's normal to be afraid to be hurt. But that doesn't mean I'm never going to take that chance. That just means that I am still practicing. I'm still healing. Healing doesn't mean being healed and being an untoxic person doesn't mean you've never went through anything. It just means that you've learned to not go through it again and to see those signs. So I say that to say this, the previous endeavor, the previous situation that I found myself in wasn't because I was afraid to connect. It was because I was smart enough, and this is just my opinion, I was smart enough to see the red flags and make a better, more calculated choice without being so brought up in emotion and saying, oh, well, he has this and he has this and he has that. Let me try. Instead of looking at the pros and the cons of where this was at. Okay, well, you're doing all these things that I am not crazy about versus the few things that I did like. And I made a choice. choice. It might have been a tough choice, but it is what it is. And I am okay with that. Does that mean that I'm against being with someone or any suitors? No. You know, I did have the April Fool's joke and it was funny. And I know I have this podcast and this whole name for myself about being single, but it's not. The Single Chronicles isn't about staying single. It's about healing while you are so that when you do be with someone else, you don't make those same choices again and you don't end up right back here. And that's what the Single Chronicles is about. I love love. I love dating and being with someone and relationships and cohabitating and all those other good things. But my life is not guided by just that. It is guided by a lot of different things, a whole lot of things that make up who I am. So I don't want people to feel that you have to be in a relationship by a certain time frame or, you know, it, if you, if it doesn't happen, you're doomed. There's so much to life. There's a big world out there and let the chips fall where they, where they may. You never know. Yep. Your, your significant boo might be in another state or another country right now, you know, and you're so afraid of this other stuff over here that you're not going out there seeing the world and you're not meeting your potential mate. So don't put your life on hold. Don't put all your eggs in one basket and don't just stay stuck on one little thing because you don't know what you're missing out on and take chances in other facets of your life yes you can take chances on dating but be smart you know if if it doesn't feel right if you have any red flags listen to those red flags we talk about red flags a lot on this podcast and if you don't listen to them if you don't pay attention to them you end up getting hurt all over again you know if you see something familiar in the person that you're talking to that you saw elsewhere don't repeat that. Don't go running into the house of fire. No, it's not worth it. You know, companionship should not come at the cost of anything in your life. And that's basically what I'm preaching today. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will be back next week with a new topic. Um, I'm still putting that together. A quick announcement. There will be no episode on the 18th. Um, 
I believe that the Single Chronicles podcast, we're just going to take a week off. It might be two. I'm not sure because that is Passover. So um, you have one more episode this coming up which you know today's episode obviously and then we have uh the week of the 11th and then we are all for just the 18th that's around like easter passover and stuff so that week there will be no new episode but we'll be right back here on the 25th and i think i have one week off in may but other than that i will see you guys next week hope you enjoyed this episode again be share these episodes with your friends share these episodes with others um check out the merch store check out our week's sponsor diva planning and and um you know just show some love (sighs) yeah and people have been asking me to talk about my take on this whole will smith thing i think we'll probably talk about that later i don't know this really ain't the place for that i don't everyone had their opinion you don't need mine so anyway guys i'm off of this thing take care be awesome be you but above all else love yourself all right i am out of here I am sad and so